Ginevra by Samuel Rogers From the World's Best Poetry, Volume 9 Tragedy and Humour, Part 1 Read for LibriVox.org By Craig Franklin as the narrator Phone as Ginevra Jason in Canada as Ginevra's father And Sonia as a young girl Ginevra If thou shouldst ever come by choice or chance To Medina, where still religiously among her ancient trophies is preserved Bologna's bucket. In its chain it hangs, within that reverend tower, the Guerlandina. Stop at a palace near the Reggio Gate, dwelt in of old by one of the Assini. Its noble gardens, terrace above terrace, and rich in fountains, statues, cypresses, will long detain thee, through their arched walks, dim at noonday, discovering many a glimpse of knights and dames such as in old romance and lovers such as in heroic song perhaps the two for groves were their delight that in the springtime as alone they sat venturing together on a tale of love read only part that day a summer sun sets ere one half is seen but ere thou go enter the house prithee forget it not and look a while upon a picture there tis of a lady in her earliest youth the last of that illustrious race done by zampieri but i care not whom he who observes it ere he passes on gazes his fill and comes and comes again that he may call it up when far away she sits inclining forward as to speak her lips half open and her finger up as though she said beware her vest of gold broidered with flowers and clasped from head to foot an emerald stone in every golden clasp and on her brow fairer than alabaster a coronet of pearls but then her face so lovely yet so arch so full of mirth the overflowings of an innocent heart it haunts me still though many a year has fled like some wild melody alone it hangs over a mouldering heirloom its companion an oaken chest half eaten by the worm but richly carved by antony of trent with scripture stories from the life of christ a chest that came from venice and had held the duckles robes of some old ancestor that by the way it may be true or false but don't forget the picture and thou wilt not when thou hast heard the tale they told me there she was an only child from infancy the joy the pride of an indulgent sire her mother dying of the gift she gave that precious gift which else remained to him the young ginevra was his all in life still as she grew for ever in his sight and in her fifteenth year became a bride marrying an only son francesco doria her playmate from her birth and her first love just as she looks there in her bridal dress she was all gentleness all gaiety her pranks the favourite theme of every tongue but now the day was come the day the hour now frowning smiling for the hundredth time the nurse that ancient lady preached decorum and in the lustre of her youth she gave her hand 
with her heart in it to francesco great was the joy but at the bridal feast when all sate down the bride was wanting there nor was she to be found her father cried tis but to make a trial of our love and filled his glass to all but his hand shook and soon from guest to guest the panic spread twas but that instant she had left francesco laughing and looking back and flying still her ivory tooth imprinted on his finger but now alas she was not to be found nor from that hour could anything be guessed but that she was not weary of his life francesco flew to venice and forthwith flung it away in battle with the turk orsini lived and long mightst thou have seen an old man wandering as in quest of something something he could not find he knew not what when he was gone the house remained a while silent and tenantless then went to strangers full fifty years were passed and all forgot when on an idle day a day of search mid the old lumber in the gallery that mouldering chest was noticed and was said by one as young as thoughtless as ginevra why not remove it from its lurking place twas done as soon as said but on the way it burst it fell and lo a skeleton with here and there a pearl an emerald stone a golden clasp clasping a shred of gold all else had perished save a nuptial ring and a small seal her mother's legacy engraven with a name the name of both ginevra there then had she found a grave within that chest had she concealed herself fluttering with joy the happiest of the happy when a spring lock that lay in ambush there fastened her down for ever end of poem this recording is in the public domain